Imagine that you are dying. Not in the general literary sense of the word and that we are all slowly dying, but I mean that you are dying in a very real and very immediate way. You've been bitten by a black mamba and you have minutes to live. Your breathing is labored, you are hanging on to consciousness by a thin thread, and while your last desperate thoughts may not be focused on how just a few drops of snake venom have managed to kill an otherwise healthy adult, you have to admit, it's an interesting question. I don't feel so good. Welcome to the Poison Cast, a program dedicated to explaining the deadly science behind toxins, venoms, and chemicals. We travel deep inside the human body and investigate just how these fascinating and dangerous molecules kill you. My name is Scott Barnett, and I'm a PhD candidate in cell molecular pharmacology and physiology at the University of Nevada School of Medicine. And the purpose of this podcast, the mission statement, if you will, is to find a way to convince you that poisons, toxins, and venoms are some of the most fascinating molecules on the planet, believe it or not. So back to our friend the Black Mama for a minute. Have you ever stopped to wonder how venom can be so potent? You know, after all, if you compare the amount of venom it takes to kill like a 150 pound person as a percentage of their total blood volume, it's about the equivalent of adding two teaspoons of venom to an Olympic sized swimming pool. I mean, we'd be using more vanilla if we were making a batch of cookies. There are very few substances that have the potential to cause such devastation in such tiny quantities. and. As part of this podcast, I hope to explain just how they wreak havoc once they get inside of you. And now a brief but unfortunately necessary disclaimer. In case you're wondering, I'm, I'm not a crazy person or a serial killer or someone who wants to train serial killers. Everything mentioned on this podcast can be readily found on the interwebs and with a local library card. If you're hoping to use these episodes for some sort of guidebook to do nefarious and messed up things, you're going to be deeply disappointed. There are no recipes to be found here. We pretty much are discussing the molecular biology of these poisons, and um, I'm just not here to tell you how to use them in a bad way. If you want to do that, go elsewhere. With that out of the way, why do this podcast then? Well. The obvious reason, poisons are cool. You know, a couple years ago, I was just sitting there watching Breaking Bad. Uh, that's a TV show for any ostriches listening out there. And I was like, how can the tiniest amount of rice and just a couple grains of salt worth kill a fully grown human with no problem at all? From a molecular biology standpoint, this is an insane feat. You know, then that got me thinking about other toxins and poisons. What, are, what about things like snake venoms, poisonous mushrooms, radioactive material? The list of interesting deadly poisons out there, it just grows to dozens. And you don't even have to work that hard to think of them. And, well, that's why we're here today to investigate it. So if you're listening to this version of the Primer episode, we'll call this version two, it's because after recording the first 10 shows or so, I began to see some really interesting trends within poisons, toxins, and venoms, and I wanted to mention them here. So first and a really important distinction, and we, should, we need to cover this in our primer. What is the difference between poisons, toxins, and venoms? They all kind of sound like the same thing, but they're different. It's pretty simple when you break it down. Poisons are the broadest category. 
And they are defined as a substance that is capable of causing illness or death in a living organism when introduced or absorbed. So it's something that's going to hurt you and it's not going to be great. It's a pretty broad definition and poisons as a whole are pretty broad. Generally speaking, when you say poison, you're referring to something that is not created by a plant or an animal. For example, if you were to drink Drano or or get exposed to radiation or Agent Orange, industrial chemicals, pesticides, stuff like that, those are very classic examples of poisons. And if we're going to move down the line a little bit here, toxins come up next. Toxins are poisons that are created by a plant or an animal. Think of something like ricin, which comes from a castor bean, botulism, which comes from a bacteria, hemlock which comes from a plant, very simple distinction between a toxin and a poison. And if we go down the funnel even further, we end our little explanation here with venoms. Venoms are poisons that are toxins that are injected into a living organism. That's a bit confusing though. In short, venoms are all three things, right? They're poisonous, they are created by a plant or an animal, they are in, and here's the important distinction, they are injected into another organism. The line between a toxin and venom can get a bit blurred though. You know, for example, the poison dart frog, right? It excretes a poison from a gland in its skin. So this is a toxin. However, there are other frogs who create similar toxins that also happen to have sharp thorns protruding from their skin and skull. And does this make it a venom now? Because those sharp thorns are going to inject the poison into you. It, nobody has a great answer for this here. Uh, as another example of the ambiguity of this naming system, you know, some plants absorb heavy metals and other poisons from the environment, but they're not creating them themselves. So is that truly a toxin or is it just, you know, a an intermediate before it gets to you? We don't have all the answers on this podcast. I'm not claiming we do, but more importantly, we're also not here to be pedantic. So we will move on and allow the philosophers to settle that argument. So what have I learned over the past 10 shows that have caused me to re-record this intro? Well, it turns out that of all the millions of ways a human can die, most toxins in general work to damage just one of three things in your body. First and foremost is your brain. Many toxins and a whole bunch of venoms go right for the brain and shut it down. They prevent neurons from firing and you're as dead as a doornail once that happens. This is really effective if you're a predator like a snake and you want your prey to die as fast as possible so that mouse can't scroll off into the bushes too far and you can't find it. So that makes sense. The brain is a very fat target for for a poison or toxin or venom to hit. The other really big one, and this is a little bit more of a surprise, but also common sense, is your muscles. More specifically, your diaphragm. Venoms and toxins love your diaphragm. Precise control of your diaphragm not only allows you to control your beautiful singing voice, but as you might guess, it's also what allows you to breathe. When your diaphragm moves, it creates a vacuum in your lungs, you pull air in, you exchange the oxygen to your system. We've all been to biology in school, we all know the rest of that story there. But if, you're di- if you can't breathe, you're also as dead as the doornail in our first example. So it makes sense that a venom or a toxin would want to target your diaphragm. Everything else is the third category, right? After the brain and muscle targets, nature gets real creative. Poisons like to do things like shut down your kidneys or your liver. They can break down your DNA, make it impossible to repair. They can shut down individual processes in your cell so you can't live, and the list goes on and on. But this everything else category, as you can imagine, it might take days, weeks, or even months to shut down kidneys, to 
die from your DNA not repairing properly. These are very slow processes, and nature typically, if something is actively creating a toxin to, let's say, prevent its fruit from being eaten or to kill an animal so it can eat it, it doesn't want to wait two weeks for that thing to die. So these are not as favored by nature, i.e. toxins and venoms, but they happen to be very, very common with, with general poisons. Of course, there are many other ways that you can die, but I found that these are the big ones when it comes to toxins, venoms, and, and poisons. But don't be fooled to think that this is boring, right? Each poison, toxin, and venom accomplishes this feat in a wholly unique way. The way a black mamba kills you versus the way a rattlesnake kills you is a phenomenally different path. All roads lead to Rome, as they say, you know, and while these evolutionarily honed masterpieces of venoms and toxins may all seem similar, they're really not. So as you listen to all the episodes of the Poison Cast, you're going to learn that each show is broken down into two parts. The first is for normies, right? The second is for nerds. They are totally separate pieces of the pie, so you don't need to be a nerd to listen to the first part and enjoy it. As a matter of fact, the first part contains really most of the interesting information. The second part is when we break down to the real molecular biology of how these things are working. And if you find the first part interesting, feel free to stick along. Maybe you'll like it, or maybe your brain will get scrambled. Who knows, but, uh, but they're fun either way. So, with any luck, I've convinced you to stick around for a bit. Now you need to strap in, put on your science hat, and turn to episode number one. Although you can listen to them in any order. It doesn't really matter. Thanks for listening. We'll see you around.